Today we're going to talk about allergies and so I invited my friend Chanel who is the mom of this beautiful boy um, who has an athletic allergy to tree nuts. So she shares her journey, how they found out, how they deal with the whole situation inside their house and outside and she was just so kind to open up to us and you know let us know how things are and also how we can help and support her and her son. I hope you all enjoy it and take some from it and um, hopefully we'll with more information be able to support these little people a bit more. Also I just wanted to apologize in advance for the coughs uh, that might hurt your ears and my nasally voice. I just have a cough that has been lasting for a month now and um there's nothing I can do so I'm just gonna keep rolling with it hope you guys stick with me hi everyone I'm Deb Ridge and this is It Takes a Village hit me good morning good morning how are you yeah good 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 I was surprised as as usual we're starting with our coffee thing <laughs> Thanks, Repens Cafe, once again. But I was surprised with your order. You had a skinny cat. I didn't think you had coffee. I have become more and more a coffee drinker. Did the kids turn you to It's the demands of parenting and working. <laughs> I thought you were going to go, oh, yeah, I'll have a chai latte. When you said, I was like, yes, she came to, the, to our side. <laughs> Still love my tea. Having a cup of tea is like having a hug. But sometimes you just need that little bit yeah. kick of more. Yeah. I definitely needed my coffee this morning. <laughs> oh. um, okay. So let's introduce you. You are a mum of two. Sure am. Mason and Zara. And see, I want to just quickly talk about that. And you're a teacher. Yeah. So how old are the kids that you teach? Or how old have you taught as well? Like uh, how young? The youngest I've taught is uh, seven-year-olds. Oh, okay. And the oldest I've taught is 12-year-olds. Okay, so you haven't got there with your kids yet. Mason's six. No. no. Um, do people sort of compare or try to get... T- t- like, I know I do. I try to go, oh, she's a teacher. She must know better. Let's let's watch her parenting style. Yeah. But um, do you feel like when you're at school as a mum... The people that know you're a teacher watch you? I definitely don't lead with it in conversations. Um, And, you know, with Mason starting school, I've definitely kept it more quiet. Yeah. Um, I know that this year, Mason's got an absolutely fabulous teacher, but and she's very funny. And one of the things she said to me when I was putting my hand up for parent help, it was like, oh, gosh, you're the parent that we we want to, you know, keep an eye on because you actually know all the things. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. I just want to come in and be mummy. Yeah. I've been requested to come in and be mummy and that's that's what I want to do. So, yeah, there is that kind of um, sense where people might think that I'm actually thinking about things yeah. differently or putting my teacher hat on. But when I'm there as mum. Yeah, we we do have a friend who's a nurse, and she likes to say that she tells everyone she's a florist. <laughs> she just like <laughs> she's getting arrangement requests. <laughs> yeah. Um. So when when are the kids misbehaving in public, and oh. people around know you are a teacher? How do you like? How do you feel? Kids misbehave in class. Well, yeah. all kids misbehave. Um. There's not one child in this world that will not misbehave. So I think I'm okay with that. I do probably put on um, my stern voice regardless yeah. and give them the look, which probably transfers from school yeah. to also home. Um, but that's poor, partly because I've learned those strategies yeah. through my teaching. Yeah. You know, so I, th- I think I probably apply So those you things. came into the game a bit more prepared than most of us. <laughs> oh, gosh, there is nothing that can prepare you for parenthood. That's one thing that someone told me before I had kids, and it is absolutely true. true. There is nothing that can prepare you, ever. Yeah. That is true. And um, what we are going to talk more today is about allergies. So your son, Mason, um, is allergic to nuts, tree nuts specifically. Yeah. And he's a more serious case. Yes. He's um, anaphylactic. Yeah. So let's start from the start. When you get pregnant, did you have an easy pregnancy? Um, Any complications? Anything? I had a fabulous pregnancy. And when I fell pregnant with Mason I was probably at my 
fittest, healthiest, but also not like hardcore. We'd just been on a trip to America, so we were, you know, having lots of indulgences there, but absolutely normal pregnancy, felt great and felt terrible at times the way through in terms of, you know, well, some days you get up, you feel really heavy and it's hard to plod along, but just normal pregnancy. And your eating habits, were they normal? Normal. Um, I didn't specifically eat tree nuts. I didn't specifically not eat tree nuts, you Mm -hmm. know. It was a case of you go out, there's a salad, pumpkin feta and and walnuts, and you feel like ordering that, you order that, but it wasn't necessarily something that was a huge part of my diet or absent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the birth was also perfect. Yeah. Normal. Normal as normal could be. <laughs> Other than being induced because my children never actually want to exit the womb. <laughs> it's nice and cozy yeah, here, Mum. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then eventually you start Mason and Sol- on solids and yeah. you have this scary experience. Yes. Yeah. So, so can you t- tell me so how that go? Mason was breastfed. But we also mixed fed, so he had some formula top-ups, so he'd been exposed to that. Uh, then we just went through the protocol of, you know, starting him on solids. We are all going to mother's group, you know, yeah. getting the feedback from the nurse. And so we'd been through some of the um, the soft foods and all that, and it came to the point where you try the scrambled eggs, you know, so the cooked egg. And so I was home by myself. I cooked up the egg, um, and I was I actually was trying it because we had a purple book appointment, the nurse appointment that day. So I was like, okay, we'll do it. We're going to the nurse. Thankfully enough, because I gave it to him and then... So how old was he there? uh, I think he might have been about five months. Okay. I think close to five months. So then I went to hop in the shower, brought him in the high chair, you know, as mums do. We've got got to figure out solutions to the problem, put him in the high chair, talk to mummy while she's, you know, showering. I um, miss those days yeah. where I knew what they were doing while I'm in the when shower. When they were trapped in oh. one spot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but, yeah, so just having a shower and then he started to um, make noises and I was like, oh, yeah. And then he started to cry and I was like, oh, okay, you know, what's going on, buddy? I thought he just wanted me to get out of the shower. And then the next thing he threw up and I was like, oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm obviously grabbed him I didn't know what was going on I didn't want him to choke you know at this stage yeah. you know he's mm-hmm. only a little baby and my background is not nursing yeah um and so I was kind of freaking out um also naked at the point <laughs> <laughs> so um I then he threw up again and again and I was just freaking out um but I knew that well I just had to pay attention and, and do what I had to do wet I put on some clothes wet Mm -hmm. he went limp in my arms which is the most terrifying experience that will haunt me to this day and I never want to experience it ever again and then there was that decision of um do I call an ambulance do I not um do I just take him to the nurse he kind of came back a little bit so Mm -hmm. you know he wasn't so when you say limp he was just like he just went on like limbs not yeah just like I don't know what you would call it uh was he, did he, was, he seem lucid? No, he wasn't like that. I don't know yeah. if it was the simple exhaustion of throwing up right. that much, you know, mm-hmm. like just fatigue, like just flat. Yeah. Just, and I think it, you know, looking back now, that's probably what it was. It wasn't that he was going to, but in that <coughs> state, you're freaking out. Um, so he kind of, you know, was okay. So then I made the decision to put him in the car because literally where we lived, yeah, I could have walked to the nurse, yeah. um, but I just put him in the car. And drove, and I remember talking to him the whole way through. Mason, Mason, Mason. And by the time we got to the nurse, he was he was, he was okay. Yeah. She had a look at him, and then she said, "Oh, this is probably allergies." So that began our journey. Yeah, getting a referral to go to the allergist, and it all started from there. <laughs> yeah. So then you took them to the specialist, yes. sort of not long after. Yeah. So actually, it actually takes quite a while because there's the specialist that we go to. There is a bit of a waiting list. Yeah. So. Um, it was a little while. And is we that just, a, can I just ask, is it public or private? Uh, private. We just went private. Yeah, yeah. We just wanted to get in sooner. So, and we, yeah. had, we had cover, so we just, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we went to the specialist and um, he did Mason's first skin prick test. And, yeah, it came up then that not only was he allergic to eggs, but he also had a tree nut allergy, which obviously 
we had no idea yeah. because we'd never actually given, given him, him tree nuts. So mm-hmm. um, it was quite shocking and it's a bit confronting. Um, At yeah. that stage, uh, was what sort of allergy did they... Was it a mild allergy? Was uh, it... Yes. So at that stage, it was mild to moderate, and the specialist told us that um, kids often grow out of their egg allergy, yeah. which he has. Mm-hmm. Um, but the nut allergy is the one that's a bit sticks. Yeah. Can you just tell me how the test goes, just out of curiosity? Yeah. So basically, what they do is they will draw what looks like a train track mm-hmm. on their arm, and then they um, apply a little drop of um, concentrate of the allergy mm-hmm. substance. So they do like... Uh, so they do like the most common Yeah, allergy. the most common allergies, yeah. 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 And then so what they do is they then, once all those droplets are on the arm, they then just scratch the arm with uh-huh. the little needle um, so that the skin comes in, underneath yeah. the skin comes into contact with the allergen. And then you go out into the waiting room and you wait and you let your child have reactions and be really uncomfortable and itchy um, and try and ask them not to scratch it. The doctor will measure how big the reactions are on the arm based on that. Yeah, okay. So then you came back as egg and tree nuts, both of them mild at this stage. Yeah, both mild. Yeah. And then what was the strategy to move forward? For egg? For everything, yeah. Uh, For the egg one, we had to then cook egg in substances like cake and give so it, not like a scramble egg no but like fully just cooked in the oven and then give it to him small portions of it to him every day except mason doesn't actually like cake so it's so funny <laughs> so it was really hard to um get him to eat that and so we, he had to do that from five months on because yeah. like you know most of us was, terrified of introducing yeah. that kind of stuff yeah yeah for until they're like one or something yeah so he was doing <laughs> that from about five months um and yeah so good thing i like baking but yeah. then it did come to the point where i was like oh gosh what am i gonna bake yeah what, so i just make a big slot something <laughs> and like cut up in portions and freeze it in the yeah. freezer so we could just give him little bits day by day and we do things like put it with ice cream or something like that because he he's just not a fan of and it's Sweet when treats. they don't want it at that yeah, age, it's just yeah. impossible to get them to yeah. eat it, isn't it? Um, and then with the nuts, it was steer clear. That was the advice we were given. Mm-hmm. Just steer clear. Don't try and um, acclimatize him to it at all. Just, yeah. just stay far away from it. Different approach, completely different Completely approach. different approach, yeah. Um, at that stage, do they tell you reasons why it could be environmental, genetic... Uh, no, but, I mean, they didn't say anything specific. They just, obviously, we hear in, in the news and all of that that the prevalence of allergies is increasing. Yeah. Um, from reading stuff, often um, kids who have eczema, which Mason has, mm-hmm. um, and what can happen is, you know, the the... And I'm not a nurse, so... I have no idea about yeah. this stuff, but what I've read is that, you know, that those um, allergens can go through the skin rather than going through the gut and having the gut process them. That sometimes can contribute, mm-hmm. but no, don't, didn't really know yeah. why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. And then, so then you come home and you change your whole lifestyle and household. And so, yeah. So what happens? Uh, to be honest, when you don't really have an understanding of how broad a scope you have to actually think of yeah. with these things. Like, so initially it's just like, okay, well, he's a baby. We're in control of what he eats and what mm-hmm. he doesn't. It's tree nuts. You know, we, we can control the fact that he, you know, yeah. we can keep Duplo box from him and not yeah, going yeah. down his mouth. So we can mm-hmm. keep that. But then... It's everywhere. It infiltrates everywhere, you know. So family, like, you know, it's like family are coming over and it's like, okay, well, have you had tree nuts today? Okay, well, you've got to wash your hands and wash your yeah. mouth before you give them a kiss and a cuddle. Like, you know, and, and you're trying to impose these parameters on other people's lives yeah. as well, which which can be difficult because, well, unfortunately, there is a lot of stake. So it, yeah. it, it's, it's yeah. hard. It's really yeah. hard. You don't want to be that person, but you kind of have to be. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah. Um, after a while, so you, so you, then you guys started this management at home and, you know, your family and your friends are aware of it mm-hmm. and, you, you know, everyone sort of very, or most people are very careful about what they bring to your house or yeah. what they have in their house when you yeah. guys are visiting. 
how did you perceive people's because there is a lot of misconception about allergies mm. it's just you know another craze it's just another you know thing that mm. and then people are not necessarily on 100% believing that you know it is that serious because not always it is yeah yeah. Which in your case it was. So did you get that kind of yeah where people were like, yeah, yeah, it's all right. It, it, it should be fine. Definitely, we definitely came across that, and I have to say that people who did that or experiences that we had, it was never malicious. It's not. Yeah. It's just a complete lack of awareness yeah. of how much it can impact, and just when mm-hmm. it's not your life experience, you mm-hmm. know, with so many things, it's hard for you to have understanding of, yeah. of what it's like mm-hmm. uh, yeah you know you go to play dates and people uh, want their kids to be eating healthy and have a balanced diet mm-hmm. so in their little yum box is some avocado and some dried fruit and sandwiches and also walnuts and yeah. it's kind of like oh hey can do you mind and, yeah. and they're like oh well they're just gonna hit it's like well no your kid is gonna cuddle my kid and yeah. they are gonna touch hands together and mm-hmm. they they are going to, you know, pick yeah, up the did, other person's yeah. water bottle accidentally yeah. or deliberately because it's cooler than theirs and drink from it. It's just what yeah. kids do. And yeah. it's just so it can be just so out of your control. And um, I do remember a few situations where we were together and we had gatherings with, you know, some other friends and their kids and, you know, we were all bringing a plate. Mm. And I do remember you always saying, oh, hey, guys, let's can we make sure there's no nuts and et cetera, um, which I think everyone kind of, you know, came on board because we followed your journey. I did, I do remember a couple of situations where, um, and I think it's, it's what you said, it's maybe the lack of understanding of how serious it is, but that you have been um, confronted or, I don't know what's the right word, word almost shamed yes. to put in the re- a request yes. that it's so, because it is very hard. Yeah. I'll tell you later about my experience of, having a birthday party that your son was attending. <laughs> um, but, you know, yeah, we'll do it. Is. So it is a hard request and it's hard to figure out what we're going to do that he doesn't yeah. have and all of this. But then the shame was put on you. Yeah. But I remember your response to it and you just put, you know, that person straight back, you just put it back to her court, uh, which you just say, oh, wow. Um, I just thought we would all have a better at time if my son doesn't you know have a reaction and I have we all have to race with an ambulance yeah was that always your did you have to um uh harden up to get that attitude like <sighs> through experience of that kind of response or not that was always your I think mum like mother best parents yeah we always want what's best for our children we all that doesn't mean to say we always know what's right but that you know, we all start out as parents wanting to provide the best for our children. And then when, with Mason's allergy being diagnosed so early, um, we are teaching him to advocate for himself. Yeah. But as a baby and as, as such a young child, I felt like it's my responsibility to advocate Mm -hmm. for him until he can do it Mm -hmm. for himself. And also to, to make him feel like, this is something that can be managed. Mm-hmm. This is something that doesn't make you less. Mm-hmm. You're different. Yeah. Everybody else is different mm-hmm. in their ways. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have to consider allergies. Other people have to consider packing their glasses. Other people have to consider packing their retainer. That's what life yeah. is. And I think if you can empower your children... To, to, to advocate for themselves, um, that's going to lead them or head them in good in a good direction. And one of the best ways I think you can teach your children about things is to model it. Yeah. So to model that, hey, yeah, okay, I'm going to be responsible about this. I'm, I'm not going to – I'm going to say I've got a nut allergy and mm-hmm. I need to manage things and mm-hmm. I need to be aware of it. Um, it's not going to stop me from doing things, but this is who I am. It's part of yeah. what makes me who I am. Yeah. So I, I think that's partly why. Yeah, and that. he's um, the way that you and uh, Daniel, your husband, manage that. Um, I've seen it. Um, 
you know, we we went away down south and, you know, so I was seeing, you, you know, the way that you guys handle it, you know, from morning to night. And it is amazing. And I, I obviously when you have to do, you have to do it. But I don't know. Um, it takes a very strong person to deal with it how well you you to oh, do because <laughs> um no because um you 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 really impact, that's what you do you guys instead of going oh yeah but that sucks um you know it's a shame you guys actually empower him and you guys actually tell you know him and he's he's a very bright boy so yeah. he knows yeah. now um, the situation, he knows it was really cute. He was actually, he wasn't here, but you know, your daughter came to my daughter's birthday party. <laughs> and so she's like opening up these things and she just goes, Are there any nuts in here? So, <laughs> you know, she's so good with it. She, she's also she's so very good. aware, yeah, she is. which is um, very, very good. So um, the years pass and you keep controlling his allergies until you go back to the doctor and he gives you the terrifying result that actually it's developing now is more serious yeah. and you know mason uh is an athletic yeah uh, is that what you would say he, yeah. he is an athletic is oh, that so the expression he, he, has use? An, he has an anaphylactic allergy so allergy he ha- yeah he has um allergy. so and yeah i remember you came i think we went out for drinks or something and you had a and the thing that you said it just broke my heart which is now it's a life or death mm. uh thing and I'm not with my son because he's now going to school. So how old was he actually? Uh... Uh, so that was when we, it was pre-primary. So yeah. No, sorry, what am I talking about? It was kindy. Kindy. It was kindy. So, he so was, he's year. already yeah. attending, yeah, so he's already attending some sort of, you know, sort of school once, yeah. once a day, three times a day, yeah, three times doing... a week, sorry. Yeah. Um, and you say, you know, he's not here, I'm not with him 24-7. Yeah. I can't control it. So now my son's life. Is depending on other people's. It's in other people's hands, and mm. I feel so powerless. Mm. Um, and I just remember we we don't think about those things, you know, until uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's, it, it was devastating to hear, and I can't imagine how you felt that day because I think you got the news like you know, yeah that day or yeah, yeah a couple yeah. of days. Mm. Um, so then you have to take some you know, start some different strategies and, yeah. you know, be even more in control of everything. Yeah. How did that go? Because then you've got the EpiPen and you need to train him yeah. for that. He's only a four-year-old boy yeah. Yeah. that now needs to be aware of how dangerous yeah. things can be and how to, you know, why he's carrying a needle mm. around his little pack. So yeah. how does that go? That was terrifying. As you said, you, it... <laughs> We had been at pre-kindy where he had the mild to moderate allergy and I was fine with him going to pre-kindy. Um, Mason is a really social kid, as yeah. you know. He's like a social butterfly. I've never been concerned with him going mm-hmm. to school. He, he thrives in that environment. He loves yeah. learning. He's inquisitive. But then the anxiety came from, yes, having to hand over my baby um, to somebody else and say, hey, you now need to make sure that this doesn't happen. Like, yeah. you know, that, that was that was not having that control of the situation. Like, that was was really, really hard um, for me and, and for Daniel, but I think more so for me because I was the stay-at-home parent. Yeah. I, I was the one managing it um, mm-hmm. during the day when we were mm-hmm. going to play dates and things like that. So, yeah, that was huge. Um, and there was many, many crying nights. Yeah. Over that. You made me cry, dear. But I think we are really lucky that we have a great support network. Yeah. So we've got family and we've got friends and Daniel and I are a pretty darn good team. We work really well together. Um, and so we've always talked about the fact that you know we're we're pretty honest with our kids and we probably sometimes talk to adult to them but like talk to them so that they're aware and so from early on mason knew there was there was a risk um so we we definitely once that's happened we sat down and we talked him through the process um you go online you find little videos on it you sit with him and make him aware and explain to him 
that he could get really, really sick. Mm-hmm. At that stage, we didn't really say to him, oh, you could die. That's yeah. a bit too much to, yeah, put yeah, on, yeah. to put on a child. Yeah. Um, but we did say to him, you, could, you can get really, really sick. Um, yeah. So we need to take this EpiPen everywhere. And the other thing is, is he hasn't ever, thankfully, thank goodness, um, has never had a severe reaction other than the one when he was a baby with the egg. Yeah. Um, He's never had a severe reaction where we thought we would have to administer the EpiPen, thank mm-hmm. goodness. But he has had reactions. And so he's felt the discomfort of feeling yeah. a reaction coming on. He mm-hmm. will, he's come to me and said, my throat's itchy, um, my eyes, and like, you know, his face is swollen up and, yeah. you know, and so then we've been monitoring him mm-hmm. um, as you do going through the care plan. Mm-hmm. Um and so that was kind of a benefit because we were able to actually align it with what we're talking about and saying, hey, you know how when you had that reaction and your throat was really itchy and you were finding it a bit like hard um, to swallow a little bit and, you know, and we were, we took you to the doctor and and so for him, he, he could put, two, yeah, yeah, he could put yeah. two and two together and go, okay, mm-hmm. and we're like, we don't want you to feel like that again. So what that means is you can't eat this. So we printed out pictures of what tree nuts look like, mm-hmm. the different types. We put it on the fridge. We showed him. We taught him the names of different tree nuts. Yeah. Um, we talked about the fact that tree nuts are often hidden in foods. Yeah. So things like dips, um, you know, tree nuts are often hidden in things like hand washers. So before he ha- washes his hands, when he's somewhere he hasn't been, he, oh, he has to check. Yeah. So you know, it's th- everything, isn't yeah. it? I just you just brought my attention to that. I yeah. never thought I was always thinking of food. Yeah. And yeah, it never crossed my mind. Yeah. Soap, oh. moisturizers. Oh my god. Yeah. Shampoos, conditioners, sunscreen. It's... The healthy sunscreens often have. And so when you've got a kid who's got eczema and an allergy, it's hard to find sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But. <laughs> And you don't share it because yeah. it's so expensive. Yeah, you use this one. <laughs> Chanel, I forgot my sunscreen. Is it? Oh, no, this one. Sorry, that one's really expensive. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I, I did tell someone because we were saying how it's everywhere. And I didn't realize until, um, you know, this was all out there for us. And, you know, I was having a party for my kids. Mm-hmm. And just going back a little bit, actually, because Mason's reaction to the whole thing, he took it hard Mm. and he questioned a little bit why he was different, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And um, he had a few situations where he would go to a birthday party or something and then he wasn't allowed. He doesn't like cake, but he wasn't allowed to eat eat the cake and that made him upset and feel like left out. Yeah. And so I knew that and obviously I would never want him to feel that way or any other kid uh, to feel that way. So I wanted to make sure the party was not free. (laughs) And boy, did I not know, (laughs) I did not know how hard that would be because, you know, I remember you saying, you know, chocolate, chocolate, most chocolates have traces of, you know, tree nuts. I'm like, okay, so I'll make sure I find this right chocolate and so I'm asking you for tips and you're like, yeah, just look at the back and it will tell you. Um, and then I start looking at the back of all the packaging and everything. Yeah. Everything has traces of tree nuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, eventually I buy, you know, you give me, me the brands that you know not don't have it and looking into it and everything. You're like, okay, so it's all done. It was, it was, I mean, this is not me going on, you know, the hard work. There. But it's for one day, for one situation, yeah. the amount of uh, work or research I had to do to find everything, and you have to do that. Obviously, you know, you know sort of your brains, but you have to do that yeah. every day. So hats off to you. When, when I mentioned when we went away um, down south and we were trying to make sure we were all, you know, the house that we rented was, you know, there was nothing in it. But it's just the one thing. So I sent my husband to get some more cheese <laughs> And he thinks it's a good idea to get some paste to go with the cheese. And the paste has walnuts or something. And I'm like, Chris! He goes, oh, Deb, I didn't even realize. I was like, I know. But, yeah. you know, we just have to be wary of it. Yeah. 
A hundred percent of the time. And just now you told me about soaps and I had, you know, I didn't yeah. ever thought about it because it yeah. doesn't go in your mouth. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, so the party was 100% free and I decided I'm going to do some fairy bread and the bread's fine, the butter's fine. And I think I forgot to buy sprinkles or something and I had some home. So I go and, you know, make the fairy bread and then just out of habit because it became a habit for me to look <laughs> on the back of the packaging, I look at it. And it's got traces of tree nuts on the sprinkles, which yep. is meant on to be sprinkles. sugar. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, shit, this is all done. <laughs> so I text you and go, I really tried so hard to have a nut-free uh, party. We appreciate just it. keep Mason away from the fairy bread, please. <laughs> and I just feel like a, f- a fail because oh, of gosh, you know man. it. So um, I can that experience, you know, that one yeah. day or you know a few weeks of prepping. Yeah. Um, the pressure, the everything. So for you to live with that, it's, uh, it's amazing because you, because you do it so well. Um, you and Daniels do it so well and Mason handles it very well now. I think he's, you know, gone through. Yeah, he's pretty good. I think lately he's had a few, um, instances and it's been more, um, school stuff. Yeah, which I do want to talk about because I mean school. Yeah. So, you know, there's lots of things like where... He's in pre-primary, so they still do a lot of hands-on play-based yeah. things. So, you know, doing math concepts. And so they're making biscuits with um, little chocolate duds on it. But, of course, Mason has a nut allergy and most biscuits have traces of yeah. nuts. So then he has to participate in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, so he doesn't get that same experience that the kids are all excited about. It's a different experience. Yeah. Um, and so we've had a few instances this year where he's just gone. Oh, you know, or kids bringing things for their birthdays and mm-hmm. and he can't have it. So what we've done is like, so then we gave the teacher a pack of stuff that's mm-hmm. nut free. So mm-hmm. if there's something that they're doing that's food related that he can't participate in, we swap it out. So that the is teacher, a, yeah, that the is teacher, a good idea. The teacher has a, some resources to go yeah. to and she gives him that. Yeah. Even at home, like for instance, this week was Halloween. So um, trick or treating, ugh. No, man. He, do, he was begging to go and I'm thinking, oh gosh, really, Mason? Um, and so, um, thankfully my brother and I took them cause I managed to get home from work early enough. And so same thing, he collected everything and he's really good. When we got home, I took the bag of goodies from them. Um, I looked for what had traces of nuts mm-hmm. and didn't, and basically if it doesn't have a label, he can't have it. Yeah. Like if it's mm-hmm. not labeled and a lot of them, yeah, don't, it just, yeah. It, so I just, oh, the clear label. Yeah. yeah. I just took that. And you just ate and that. <laughs> that I think Daniel's working his way through it slowly. <laughs> um, no, well, I just took that mm-hmm. and we put it aside and then we just replaced with the nut free stuff. Yeah. Um, in saying that he really isn't a sweet treat. So he had yeah. one, lollipop that and day done. and he has not asked for a, another yeah. sweet treat again yeah, Zara on the other hand <laughs> <laughs> has been requesting all these every day <laughs> I'll take Mason's one yeah, yeah, thanks yeah. Oh, you're going to yeah. have to fight so, your day for that there's, there's constant, you know, yeah. things where, yeah, he, he yeah. has made it. And I know you also, out. the other strategy that you guys use is if you're going for, to a party yeah. um, you will take a lunch box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Often like we'll feed him before because yeah. he is such a slow... Social butterfly that yeah. he won't stop to yeah. or slow down to eat. So um, we will feed him beforehand, yeah. um, and, or take extra snacks in the car for him to have that we know are, are safe. Yeah. Um, with Zara, then when you got pregnant with her, there was obviously the concern. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the doctors, the doctors instruct you to eat more nuts. Is that right? Just go as normal as yeah normal. so because yeah. there was but no relation yeah because of our household we didn't have any in the house so yeah. i probably ate less of right it. you know i would only ever eat it you know if i was out without mason yeah um that you know every once in a while i'll indulge in a salad that has, yeah you know nice. you know out on a day to night yeah. you know like, not that they really happen very often <laughs> as parents you know um or out with the girls or something yeah and i'll have you know we haven't been out for a while let's go out and have some dips <laughs> yeah <Chana. laughs> you know i like it you know i like a platter <laughs> And then um, to finish it off, let's talk a little bit about the school management because obviously that's such a big part. Mm-hmm. Uh, my experience, um, so at my son's class, they do have also uh, highly allergic 
uh, child to nuts and then they ask no nuts Mm -hmm. in the class. And yeah, I haven't heard any instances. I always make sure um, there is nothing because, you know, whatever he's got that has nuts, he'll snack at home. Um, But then you were telling me about this story um, at school that, you know, this child, which, you know, what kids do, they mm. don't know the, um, the risk of it, the seriousness of it, but a child was r- r- running after, uh, Mason, chasing him with a, a Nutella sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I just couldn't believe that the school mm. wouldn't even have, you know, not be aware yeah, of. Yeah, it's hard. And especially, I know this being a teacher. Um, yeah. Schools are not, um, nut free. They're allergy friendly. Yeah. So it's really hard for them to say that they are going to be completely nut-free, complete because there's lots of different allergies, yeah. kiwi fruit-free, egg-free, yeah. because they can't actually stop it from coming in, and then it actually puts them at risk. Yeah. So if they say they are nut-free and then Something my child, happens. you know, comes into contact with a, a nut product and, and goodness knows, you know, yeah. has a reaction... Um, they can be in a lot of trouble, mm-hmm. so they are allergy-friendly and they try to support that. But at the end of the day, kids often come to school with with things that have yeah. nuts in them. But it, um, what bothered me about this that story, obviously it's not the school. I mean, the school probably, I don't know, the teachers would be more cautious to know what everyone's bringing in. Mm. Um, but I mean, we were warned. We as parents were all warned that there yeah. is a child in yeah. our class that's got um, serious allergy yeah. to nuts. Yeah. Please don't bring nuts. Yeah. So then, for our parents to send out a child yeah. with, it's just. Um, I mean, I don't know the parents' situation. I don't know. You know, it could be. It could have been. We can't really judge. Yeah. But at the time, I was so angry to oh, hear yeah. because you, you know it's the you know let's consider that it's yeah. a, a little yeah. child and and your child is also probably not aware of the seriousness and it's yeah. going to chase well, actually, so we need to take that responsibility yeah. as parents and support the other kids not yeah. just ours you know this is a yeah. community so we need to support each other and in a situation like that your child probably won't know so it's your your it's your job yeah. Mason, to do so. Um, that was a really tough moment for Mason. And I have to say, the kid who was chasing him around, he just thought it was a joke. You know, yeah. he had no idea about the the, ram- the possible ramifications mm. of it. He was just thinking it's funny. Yeah. You know, I guess like, you know, you chase, kids would chase yeah. one another around with, mm. you know, a snail or, or yeah. a snot yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Um and thankfully, like, you know, it happened and then, but their classroom teacher was away. And then, so the second time it happened, Mason, because Mason had told me about it and I had talked to the teacher um, and it did create a bit of anxiety in Mason. He was, he was, yeah. he was kind of like, oh, you know, freaked out about mm-hmm. it. And then he spoke to me about it. And then, so the second time when it happened and I went in and spoke to the teacher, the teacher immediately spoke to that child, spoke to the parent put a whole, um, another lot of information on Seesaw, which is like the yeah, app yeah. to talk to parents. Um, that's not to say that the information hadn't come out at First, the start yeah. of the year mm-hmm. when when there was things, but I think parents just get busy and they don't think. So they just, oh, well, this we all know when our kids aren't eating things. And so just slap Nutella on them and send them to school. But, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it puts my child's life at risk. And I think that's what people don't often consider is that you know it's hard and life is busy and parenting is hard but for that little moment yeah I can lose so much more yeah you just need to put a little bit more thought yeah um we waste our time in yeah so many you know and worry about things you know that are so little and when you think about something like that that is the kind of thing that we need to put a little bit more time a little bit more thought yeah when you're aware that there was a situation like that, you know, sometimes I can't, I'm guilty of, you know, being too tired to prep their lunch at night and then in the morning we are rushing and then I'm just, you know, a slab of, you know, a a bread, some ham and cheese and that's your lunch for today. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I am aware of the situation Mm. and, uh, yeah. And I think it's probably, you're more aware because of exposure and that's the thing, like I think the more you talk about it and... You, the more you 
share yeah. your knowledge and experience with other people, then it allows them to, you know, consider and be aware. And also they can share their experiences with you. Like, so for now... Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, it, as much as it's like, ugh, every time Mason gets invited to a party, I have to send the text. Yeah. Hey, thanks so much. He'd love to come along. Um, just so you know, he's you're aware, he has a tree nut allergy. Um, so Daniel and I... One of us will stay at the party. We won't leave. We'll yeah. have his EpiPen, um, but he won't be able to consume any foods that have tree nuts. Yeah. So, you know, it's like a disclaimer. You know, yeah. you feel really like, oh, got to do that. Yeah. Um, but you don't want to put someone else in a horrible position um, and you don't want to put your child in an unsafe yeah. position. So that's really hard. And we are really lucky because we've got, I mean, the kids are at a party now and um, another mum who's amazing and she like you has catered nut free and so I said to Mason before oh okay you're going to the party and I was like oh you know Bridget's gonna make sure everything's nut free and the smile on his face yeah. because he gets to drop his guard that little bit yeah. um is is it's worth it you know he's he's mm-hmm. just like oh, okay he appreciates it yeah as a six-year-old he's like oh yeah. you know a little breather you know <laughs> which is which is great so yeah, all yeah. those efforts that all those you're right. Have. It is about the information. That's why I wanted to have you here to share um, what it is about and how. Because we do like we are every day. Oh, you know, this allergy is just you know everyone now has an allergy to something, yeah. and there is that kind of it's like um, a paleo diet. Yeah, <laughs> it's, we we all have that kind of. Oh, yeah, right. Okay, you're allergic to gluten now, mm, mm. but there are some serious cases. So you know. If if there is a question, let's just assume it's the worst yeah. situation. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think sometimes people are made to feel like the allergy is an inconvenience. To yes, allergy. yes. So have you had to distance yourself from some people that made you feel like that or not uh, really, luckily? Not really. Yeah. Um, I think as time evolves, the people who are in your life that know really yeah. know. So it, yeah. I haven't had to... Uh, and, you know, at school, he's meeting new people all the time. Yeah. So it's something we'll have to manage yeah. for the rest of his life moving forward. Yeah. But I don't I don't think I've had to distance. I wouldn't say yeah. I can recall. Yeah. Um, I guess because you've been in that journey for so long, the people that are sticking around, they all, yeah. you know, like you said, you, you we all know about yeah. it and we all... Are very aware of it, and because you keep you keep the information available to all of us, yeah. So we know, you know, <laughs> the straight. And I, I find it funny because uh, every time, like, we catch up with something, and you kind of because obviously you want just want to make sure it yeah. doesn't matter. You go, um, yeah. So we'll bring something, make <laughs> sure you know, nut free, or you know, <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll bring the stuff for the kids, so you don't have to yeah, worry. So yeah. there's always that um, yeah, reminder like, because yeah. you know. Um, and you're right, like you should, it doesn't matter how many times you, you say it better to say it to well, than yeah. be unsaid, isn't it? And, and then, then it's yeah. even when we go to restaurants, you know, you've been somewhere before, you know, or you buy a product before it's got no traces, in, but recipes change. Yeah. So yeah. every time you go, you go to a you've restaurant, got to ask. it's yes. like, you know, and thankfully Daniel and I, and my family, we all really enjoy cooking. Yeah. So Mason is probably is you know a six year old with probably the most diverse palate <laughs> and food requests yeah um, that you'll come across. But he has access to so much food and and flavor because we enjoy that and yeah. we you know we, we find we make food experiences different for yeah. him. You know, or oh, because you had. Um... It was his birthday not long ago, mm. and you wanted to do something special for him. Yes, yeah. And I think he he had somewhere else like some fruit kebabs or something like that. And you thought, um, how can I make this a little bit more special for his yeah. birthday? And then you made like chocolate fondue yeah. instead of a cake. Yeah. And so yeah, so you introduce to him, so you you make him aware that there are options out yeah. there, and we can make them special. Yeah. Um, and that makes him special as well. Yeah. He him feel special that he's having oh chocolate yeah. fondue rather than just yeah. a normal which he doesn't even like a birthday cake exactly, exactly. so yeah um i i just I, I can't say it enough your approach and daniel's approach to this whole hor- which is a horrible situation is amazing and oh, so you. yeah it's yeah i don't know how i would deal with it i'll be you yeah. do amazing <laughs> you do amazing uh anything else that you want to tell us i think yeah 
evolution. I mean, I don't know what things have, you know, will come in the future. There's always technology and they're working on different things. And, you know, as a parent, I would love for it to be available to me at a later point where he can have an immunization and not be anaphylactic. Yes. He doesn't have to lose the allergy altogether, but like not to be anaphylactic, that would be great. Um, So, you know, wishful thinking on that part. Um, You never know. There's amazing people out there. Yes, they are. Researching every single day. Moving forward, you know, we'll do our best. We're, We're going through the phase now, teaching him to advocate even more for himself. So, you know, things like when we leave the house, he packs his EpiPen now. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's only six, but we want it to be in his front of mind um, that that's something I've just got to do. It, would he be able to apply in himself if uh, he had to? Or is that something that doesn't have to do? We've spoken to him about mm. doing it mm. um, and how to administer it. But, I mean, he's never there without an adult. Yeah, so yeah. all the adults in his life know how to use it because obviously – um, my mum and Daniel's mum are fantastic and they help us out yeah. with babysitting when I go to work. Yeah. So they're aware of using the EpiPen yeah. and my dad, all my siblings and people who are in close contact with him know, yeah. know how to yeah. administer it. So at this stage we would hope he wouldn't have to do it himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he would he, – did you guys have to train him? Uh, yeah, so we talked to him yeah. about yeah. the process of yeah. how to administer it. But, yeah. Oh, they're so little. I know. It breaks my heart. <laughs> oh, Zara, she just melted in my heart that day. Oh, gosh. Is there any nuts in here? She is <laughs> like so a baby. Um, there are, but your brother's not here, so I thought maybe you could have some sneaky chocolate for yourself. She's so good with it. <laughs> he was really pretty uh, cute. Um. Okay, so to finish it off, I did ask you to have a think about um, your worst parenting mm. fail. Now, this is a bit hard because there's definitely been many. So many. Yeah. So many. Oh, I mean, us. I've got categories. <laughs> um, so, but, you know, trying to call them, recall them on point, I was like, oh, which one? So I guess I could talk about one when he was very young. Oh, and this involves um, injuring our poor child. Um, so this is back when Mason was about 18 months, I think. And you know those little push trikes where they've got the pedals ready to go? Everyone's got them, Yeah, you yeah. know. And um, so we took him for a walk and it was lovely and the weather was great. And then we, and you know, Mason, you know, he's always been a chatterbox. So he's mm-hmm. like, ah, looking, talking. We got home, lovely thing. And then we noticed something. We looked at his feet and the poor kid, the insides of his feet, he had no shoes on and had all been torn off, like scant. And we were oh like, my God. he did not say a word <laughs> the entire time. Um, he's just so busy he having just, fun. Yeah, didn't he's even obviously put his, we don't even know to this day how it happened. We think he must have put his hand, his feet in the, in the tires. So that was a massive parenting fail. Um, and his poor little feet had to be bandaged. And we just thought, you know, because as a parent, you never think that you're going to actually injure your child. No. And so and you Daniel know and I, I think, felt yeah, it's terrible. It's, I, everyone, I think 100% of the people that have been here chatting with me, the peak of uh, parenting fail is some sort of injury. Yeah. <laughs> with their oh, gosh. And then, like, other experiences, like, you know, probably just um, another parenting fail is teaching our children sarcasm. You know, Daniel and I are so sarcastic. Yes. So, you know. <laughs> Upskilling them in that area is probably not going <laughs> to bode well for us in the future. <laughs> and they're so clever. They're so oh, smart, those gosh. two. Oh, that's hilarious. Okay, and then um, to finish it off, your favourite parenting quote. Uh, you know, it's hard because I, I do like reading and there's so many quotes out there. Um, but I think one, because it resonates with us, um, is from a kid's book and it's I'll Love You Forever. Do you know? Do you know? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I'll love you forever, I'll like you for always, as long as I'm living, my baby you'll be. Hmm. And I guess that's true to us because it's part of our bedtime routine. Yeah. So, we've been using that um, since we got the book when Mason was a newborn. And so, it's been a part of our lives with the kids for six years and when you're tucking them into bed at night um, and we change it up, you know, my baby you'll be. So then we slot in, you know, my big boy you'll be or whatever's the theme then, my dancing fairy princess with Zara you'll be. Yeah. And it's just a, a moment of connection and I think it rings home that 
you know, I, I'm, I'm just always going to love you and I, I'm always going to be yeah. there for you. And even in times when you feel like we might not be connected, we are because yeah. that love. Yeah. I've got your back. Oh, that's beautiful. I do love nighttime um, traditions. Yeah. Because it's most of the times it's been a long day. Excuse me. We are all exhausted. Yeah. There probably have been little rat bags at some stage, and uh, like you said, to tell you everything. And you (laughs) and like you said, we might be disconnected because we are just wanting to, you know, just go to sleep. Yeah. And leave me alone. And then there is that little moment that it always reminds us as parents. it does not matter. Like what matters is this moment yeah. and what we've got and, you know, and how amazing they are. Oh, and as adults, we want to know, you know, as adults who, you know, have developed frontal cortexes, we want to know that we are loved and we belong. Yeah. And we've got. Mm-hmm. So imagine this little person that relies on everybody else for so much of their life. Yeah. What better way to go to bed at night and go, you know what? Someone's got it's me. It's okay. Yeah. Someone, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. And um, I've got a you know, as you know, I'm very, um, with my kids, I'm always like cuddling and, you know, I'm allowing them to come to bed with yeah, me. I'm staying within. Very affectionate. Very affectionate is the word, thanks. Um, and I think that's it. And I, I, I truly believe that when they are adults, they will take that on with them to, one, raise their children like that, be like that with their partners, but always know that they've got their mama, no matter if they're, you know, 20, 30, you know, 50, or for as long as I'm here in this planet, they can come back to my bed and there will be that comfort. Because I feel like that with my mom. Yeah. You know, if I need anything, I will crawl to her bed and everything will feel a little bit better. Yeah. And that's what I want for them. So, yeah, I think I love bedtime. Um, they can be stressful. Maybe I should <laughs> say I love, I love that time, like the very end. <laughs> when they, they close when their they're eyes. Very, when they're very sleepy <laughs> and you think, oh, you were the most amazing baby. Or when you walk in later and just because, you know, you feel like, oh, you just... Maybe you know, I didn't tell you. the photos on I your phone. I didn't tell you enough. enough. Yeah. So you sneak back in to have a look and you think, oh, gosh, please don't wake up. <laughs> Thank you so much for you coming, sharing everything. Hopefully, we'll make more people aware of this um, goddamn issue. And yeah, I love chatting with you. Anytime. Oh, I always love chatting with you too.